from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. Hello everybody and welcome to Legends Look Back. We are proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network because that's a thing now. We are a Star Wars books podcast for people who don't always jam, but when they do, they jock jam. Where we talk about all things Legends, celebrating our rich EU history, as well as diving into lesser-known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, as you can see right there. Oh, there it is right there. We got our new name cards. I always point the wrong side. And I'm joined tonight by the Forlom to my Zuckus, Freddy C. How are you, Freddy? How you doing, Chewbacca? Where is it? <laughs> the side? This that's side. Not, that's not what Zuckus says. <laughs> Forlom? No, I called you Forlom. Uh, which which do you think would be like? Which one would you rather be, Zuckus or Forlom? Uh, well, let's see. What uh, Forlom is is a the bug droid, dro- uh, like <laughs> protocol droid with a bug head, right? <laughs> right. So, yeah, I'd want to be a protocol droid. You can live forever. More than more than a Gand. Oh man, that's funny. You know who else is on this episode with us? Meg, the IG88 in this analogy, I guess. How are you? <laughs> I am so good. I was mildly upset that I don't get a name card, but apparently one exists. I just haven't put it in the show yet. So <laughs> I am somebody. I matter. This is good news. Yeah, you are. It's. It was one of those things where one day Wes was like, hey, you know what I found? We got names. They're in here in Google Drive. And <laughs> I love that. It's like, give me a name, man. That's awesome. And that was when I was on Living Forest, that episode, and he accidentally put my name up on his screen. <laughs> and I was honored. I was like, I could never grow a beard that looked quite that good. But that was very excited. As we get going this week, we got some new acquisitions. And boy, do I have some big, exciting acquisitions to show off. I know that Meg's been flashing her acquisitions in the in the Slack channels and the discords. And uh, But before we get to hers, I mean, this one's important, okay? This is a big deal. Freddie, you remember a couple weeks ago when I was making these bold, outrageous claims that I've completed my Legends paperback yes. collection? yes. Yeah, well, I said erroneously, and thank you to, I think it was Mike, could have been wrong, when in doubt, just like guess it was Mike, <laughs> in the in the Discord said, actually, Lost Tribe of the Sith does have an edition that is the regular mass market paperback size without the Legends banner. I said it was one of the only books huh. published that from Legends that only had a Legends banner in the paperback. And he said the only issue is it was not the Eng- the the U.S. version, but the U.K. version was actually the mass market paperback size without a Legends banner. And oh, I got it. Wow. So now, this time, sweeping declaration, I have completed my Legends paperback collection. You ever seen this thing, Freddie? It's got – I'm colorblind, but the text is a different color than uh, the the, the – the U.S. version. You see that? Yeah, what that's is it? totally Purple? different. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the coloring looks better on the U.S. version. But, boy, was I... I jumped for joy. First, <laughs> I beat my head against the wall in frustration that this existed, and I had no idea. Then, I got it for a reasonable price, and when it arrived, jumped for joy. And uh, if only my cord was longer, I would reach over here right now and slot it into the correct place. I'll show it off in the Discord. Uh, how about you, Freddie? What do you have to show off this week in the Thracken's Thrift Store segment? Yeah, well, my my, I'm not going to show it on screen, but I got it maybe another day. But I, I purchased for the nice price of nine ninety nine. The Making of Star Wars, the Enhanced Edition, which uh, includes about 26 minutes of rare oh, audio yeah, and video. I've read this. Yes, I just purchased it. It's it's only 10 bucks right now. Uh, if you use our affiliate no link. No way, it's on sale. Oh my gosh. So I, I recommend it. It's it's It was uh, published by Random House, I want to say, in 2013, maybe like later 2013. And yeah, it's by a, J.W. Rinsler. Yes, it's a lot of content. Yeah. And I really wanted to read it for this show, but I figure that's, you know, because it falls in the 2013 timeline, you know, we can we can claim it. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Legends. Just barely <laughs> snuck in under the deadline. Yeah. So uh, one of these days, uh, you know, after I take a, a nice watch of all this video and, and this uh, audio, and, you know, I think it's going to be pretty great. 
that'd be fun. We could do a segment. On, we could do a whole show on. They made them for the entire original trilogy, um, and I was torn about like, do I get them on Kindle? Do I read the 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 hardbacks? Because the hardbacks are nice. Yeah. They're very collectible. They're very expensive. You can't beat that six ninety nine price tag or eight was nine ninety nine. One of them, the original trilo- trilogy, Empire Jedi. I just looked at six ninety nine. It's pretty good. The cool thing about, like you said, the digital versions, they've got that exclusive like, video and audio in there. Yes, exactly. So that's you why you slot need into both. the hardback. <laughs> I I do this sometimes if there's a purchase I want to make. I see like I rent it from the library and see. I said rent it like it's Blockbuster <laughs> in nineteen ninety two. Rent it from. Rent it from the library. I rented this thing from the library, and the librarian was so peeved with me when I went to check it out. She was like, I've never, I work at the library, and I've never seen a book this big. <laughs> <laughs> so big. Uh, I, I went to pick it up on my bike, too, and I was like, actually, I'm about to come back for this in the car. It's so freaking huge. Well, uh, Meg, you know what else is freaking huge? Your growing Funko collection. Tell us about what you've got. Eric, I hope you are so proud of me. Um, I now own over 100 Funkos. Um, it's actually really weird that you um, actually, I don't know if you did it on purpose or not. Um, you referred to me as IG88, and that just happens to be yeah. one of the Funkos that I have acquired recently. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah, the box is a little smushed, but I take them out of the box anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, this is mm-hmm. one of many that I have gotten in the several weeks since we've done this. Um, he's great. I can't wait to uh, find a place for him to go. So that's awesome. Yeah. I I've got that one. Yeah, that's, I've I've got the original. Now this is this is frustrating. All right, I collected the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back in Funko Pop form, right above my head over here. You can see I just thumbed Zuckus right in the knees. Um, then what? Last week, a weeks ago, they announced that they're remaking the bounty hunters from Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> but a little bigger and connectable oh my god <laughs> i was like do i need to buy these things all over again the answer is i don't know i haven't decided yet but maybe <laughs> that's great <laughs> maybe that's a good one though i've got one more fun thing that i want to show off now we are getting ready for our shadows of the empire massive multimedia event that we're going to be doing next week across all kinds of different branches of the company. We're going to have uh, on the Cosmic Force kicking off the event next Wednesday. We're going to do the comics. We're going to talk about Shadows of the Empire and Shadows of the Empire Evolution. We're going to do on our show next Thursday night, the book, Shadows of the Empire by Steve Perry. Then on Friday night, somebody, Andrew, Emma, I don't know if they've decided yet. Somebody's going to be playing Shadows of the Empire. Originally for PC and N64, we're going to be streaming it on Utini Game Night. Now, I have never played the game. I've now read the comics. I've now read the book. But, Freddie, I know you're like kind of OCD <laughs> about this kind of thing like I am. If you had an N64, yes. which I do, and you knew that this game was released on the N64, which it was, it was also released on the PC. I can get it for six bucks online for PC. I could be playing it tonight. Would you, however, like me, need to play it on the N64? Absolutely. A hundred percent. There's a reason why I haven't played it during this whole thing is because I'm going back home to go get my N64 so I can play it before the episode. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, man. That's dedication. I'm going on a road trip tomorrow. I've got a list of four retro video game stores within a couple hours of my house. I'm going to all four. This is my day tomorrow. And I am going to find... I should probably just call first, I guess. Can you... Do people still make phone calls? I think so. Anyway, I'm <laughs> going gonna, I'm gonna to go and try to find Shadows of the Empire for the N64. You know what makes this even more ridiculous? I've already bought it for the N64. <laughs> but I bought ta-da, the Limited Ooh. Run Collector's Edition. Oh, still in the package. Wow. Okay. And I just... in this. I, so it's, it's, it's in that glowy purple from the 90s that you just gotta love but i don't think i should break the seal uh i could probably use like a like a scalpel or an exacto knife is less murdery and um i could like you know slice it open and then glue it back very carefully like the toy collector from toy story 2 but just uh jared hit hit me up after this i'll send you the open version (laughs) 
Oh, you get one? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Maybe so. Maybe so. But don't rob me of my adventure. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm, <laughs> okay, people are telling me, don't open it. Don't open it. Buy another used card on eBay. Well, eBay's overpriced. I looked, Wes. Uh, GameStop says they sell this thing for $5.99. Now, I've looked every day for the last two months, and they've been out of stock every day for the last two months. But that's my deal. I don't want to pay more than $5.99. That's so great. <laughs> well, I spend $30 on gas tomorrow trying to find it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, speaking of N64, before we, we merge, the one thing that I really loved about buying it was the box, and it had the Stormtrooper on the side with yeah. all the other characters. Oh, yeah. That was so great. Yeah, I think we're going to show off the box next week. I think we've got it queued up to show. So we're going to talk about that. Like, Shizor is, like, looming over <laughs> the top. He's, like, looking at you, like, better do what I tell you or I'm going to put my pheromones all up in this place. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Wow, is Shizor a problematic character, by the way? Woo! I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! I had no idea. I cannot wait for that. But what else I can't wait for? Legends Lookout, our segment in which we talk about all the upcoming Legends news, everything you should be paying attention to and should have paid attention to 30 years ago, but in case you're late, hey, we got you covered. And that is this, Freddie, it just hit me today that finally, after all this time, after all this time, the Essential Legends Collections Round 1, the first wave, is coming out. It's going to hit us. Yeah. June 15th, Heir to the Empire, Bane, and Shatterpoint release on June 15th. Which of these are you going to read first? Uh, Heir to the Empire. Uh, I, it's you? hard to say. Maybe Bane. Because I feel like I just okay. read Heir of the Empire, but it's a new book, and I just want to just yeah. smell it, crack it open a little bit. <laughs> They're both infinitely rereadable. Shatterpoint, though, I've only ever listened to the abridged audio ver- audiobook. Now, it was the six-hour, 18-minute abridged audiobook, so it's not like the three-hour abridged audiobook, but I'm going sh- to read Shatterpoint. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit down with it. I might, I might do the audiobook, the new audiobook, because there's a new audiobook, which is exciting. We haven't had a new Legends audiobook since, what, 2012? Yeah. I'm so excited. 2013? It's been a it's while. It's a big deal. 2014? I've totally messed up my timeline. I have you no know, idea. You know. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Also, in the world of Legends news in the Utiniverse, we've got a new YouTube video from our buddy Nathan on Revan. He's got a Revan character episode, which is really good, very thorough. And I want to say shout out to him if, once you're done with this. Head on over there and check out everything he's got to say about Revan. Leave a like, leave a comment. Uh, his videos, they're uh, especially those like very detailed uh, historical videos. Those need to get some more love. All right, those are very good. Puts a lot of work into those. He's also working on one about Shadows of the Empire that's in progress. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, also, Meg, tell us about the new Legends collection that we've got uh, hitting the site. It already has hit the site, or is hitting the site so- hitting the site soon? Oh yes, it is either. <laughs> You're going to see it. You're going to see it if you haven't already. Um, We have just released a new collection for the first time in a while about the one, the only, Jackson. Yeah, that's right. And I'm proud of this one. It's very very good. I had to do a lot of research on a lot of old weird books (laughs) in order to make this thing happen. But I had to do it for our buddy Joxy and all of his Jackson love that he has recently discovered. Um, I'm hoping that it can catch the attention of Kevin Scott. It's kind of a love letter to his love (laughs) of Jackson. It's very meta. And uh, I've got to say, I've come to love that Green Rabbit, too, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting on my my Black Series. It has not arrived yet. I'm excited for it. Oh I don't know God. why it's not here. I it's forgot fine. that I got mine. I would have showed it. Uh, on the ah, next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week. All right. And what else? Uh, Freddie, we've got new Legends Look Back merch. And we are going to show off some of that. And uh, I could not be more excited. We've got a fanny pack. We've got a yes. mug. Is there more? I don't remember. There's, but there's, there's at least quite those a few things, things there. <laughs> yeah yeah are you gonna what would you put in your legends look back fanny pack freddy uh let's see i will put the opened cartridge of shadows of the empire <laughs> with my blue eyes white dragon uh let's see in a sleeve in a keep sli- it in a protector, protector. At the top loader yeah exactly yeah um yeah and then the the uh light attachment for my game boy <laughs> the magnifying glass <laughs> yeah exactly there you go <laughs> that's one of the first things my wife and i ever bonded over it's like we both discovered that we used to sit in the back seat and play our Game Boys with a magnifying glass <laughs> like an old lady, which is so cool. Excellent. Meg, do we have the uh, – I should have asked you before the show. Do you have the, the merch roll? Uh, nope. 
Okay, yeah, well, you've seen it. It's in everything else, Utini. Uh, they're rolling it in the Cosmic Force, the Living Force. Uh, it's up in even the latest Canteen of Comics. They're rolling it there. So we've got um, we've got a little video that shows off the mock-ups for the fanny pack and the mug. Now, I'm excited for the fanny pack because my kids, they love the fanny pack. They, they like to take the smallest little collectibles and stuff them in there. Uh, today I found six rubber Power Rangers from like the mid '90s stuffed into one, and I was like, "This is so great, so great." You know what else is going to be great? This episode, Legends Look Back. So, without further ado, we are going to get into it. Here's the thing, Freddie: the greatest breakout character in the EU, debatably, is of course an art connoisseur. If you think about it, thankfully it's not Shizor because you know his whole his whole mo is you know not nearly as acceptable as Thrawn. Hey, you know. He likes art. What's wrong with that? It's very wholesome. <laughs> She's or take a page out of his playbook, man. Tonight, we're going to take a page out of Big Bluey's playbook and examine the best of the best Legends art. Freddie, now this was your idea. You pitched this months ago. We've been trying logistically to figure out a way to make it work. Yes. I've looked at installing. At one point, I was looking at metal rods that I was going to screw across my studio in order to mount a camera. And then I was like, that seems crazy for one episode. <laughs> yeah. So we found another way to do it. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Freddie, why you wanted to do this show. Okay, so the the one thing that I really love about Star Wars is the art. And if you know Legends, there's a lot of really good pieces of art for Legends that just paint a picture for you that you would never have seen otherwise. So, uh, you know, a lot of the books that we're going to be talking about tonight have a lot of great art that are Legends related. And it was a tough one because I wanted to show some of my art pieces that I've collected over the years or some of the art books. But I was like, you know what? Let me let me find something that actually intersects with our show that has art involved. And it's not just comics, believe it or not. There's there's a lot of really cool artists who have done things based on legends. So pretty excited. Yeah. Absolutely. There's tons of good stuff. I mean, we've got artists in the Utini-verse. I love looking at Skuma Joe's art over on his Instagram. That's definitely worth checking out. He's got some good stuff there, both Star Wars and non-Star Wars. But tonight we're looking at official publications in the Star Wars universe, well, in real world, about the Star Wars universe, just featuring the art. Here's the thing. We took this show back in, what, September, August, last year, uh, into the, the, uh, the visual realm. If you're listening on audio, hate to break it to you. Now is going to be a good point in the episode to switch over to <laughs> to the YouTube video because it is going to be quite visual from here. I mean, for nothing else, you got to see Freddy's tank. Come on. <laughs> uh, but besides that, besides that, um, we are going to be showing off some pages from these great art books in tonight's show. It's very visual. You're going to want to see it. Now, you got the midnight blue, Freddy. That that's good. I got the light blue. The midnight blue works well. That looks great. All right. Now my. Oh, you're up first, Freddie. Tell us about your first book. What have you selected for us? We each have a few we're going to show off tonight. Okay, so I'm picking something that when it came out, I was so excited. And I'm actually kind of glad it came out when it did because it captured a majority of Legends. And that is The Essential Reader's Companion. And I'm glad you've got this one, Freddie, because I was kicking myself that I didn't. <laughs> That's okay. I, I had to pick it, man. So I'm gonna yeah. we're going to try this for the first time. I don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to so be great. everybody get ready. Freddy's, Freddy's at the keys tonight. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. So what we're going to see is the cover. I'm going to show the cover first of all. Um, there we go. Right off the bat. All right. Check that out. All right. Now we're waiting. Meg's got to switch it over to. Right. One of these days. It'll get there. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. We had to. We, at first, we were talking about installing top-down cameras. We figured out a workaround. But it is a little bit technical. Here we there go. There we go. Yeah, so we've got the Essential Reader's Companion, and we've got Yoda here, which everyone's complained. Oh, he's got real books, but come on, guys. I'm glad you brought that up, Freddie. That drives me nuts, man. They had that to drives me nuts. <laughs> they had to start somewhere, right? They couldn't have data pads at the very beginning of Civilization. So uh, either way, this is Yoda reading. This is the very cover, right? And 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 ov obviously, right off the bat, you see the illustrated by Chris Trevas and Jeff Carlisle and there's some really great pieces of art so what I'm gonna do I'm gonna try to do this uh where do I have it <laughs> there we go it's working out guys so I'm gonna go to the bookmarks because I've bookmarked a few things oh that's smart I wouldn't have been that smart first of go. all look what oh, we look got here it's amazing we've got the is that the is that the zombie tauntaun yes it's the zombie 
It's the Tauntaun who ate a person who turned into a zombie inside the Tauntaun okay. stomach. <laughs> From Red Harvest. Yes, Red Harvest. So there it's you amazing. go. So uh, that's like my selling point on that book. It's like it's got zombie tauntauns. Yeah. So this remember we talked about what was it? Um, my top, my number one book for Boba Fett, most important one, is this one. Oh, the crosswords. <laughs> so this is a, uh, this is uh, I forget his name, Chris Travis. He he does a lot of digital art, and you can tell by how smooth everything looks. Uh, it's it's really nice and smudged. So let's let's check out another a couple others. You can go ahead and chat about it if you want. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, I will chime in when I've got uh, something critical to say. Oh, look at that. I forgot this image existed. Tell our audio listeners what we're looking at, Freddie. So what we're looking at is we talked about it in uh, in Outbound Flight, but it's Jurus Sabaoth choking Thrawn. And, uh, through the Force. Through the Force. Like they're not on the same ship. Yeah. yeah. The moment that that he turned to the dark side. So this was this was that moment, and this was where Thrawn had to make a decision, and it wasn't his best decision, but he had to do it anyway. So this is that visual. I'm trying to decide what face Thrawn is making there. It's a little bit small for me, but like I is it's almost like a Poggers face, except for like he's dying. <laughs> Poggers, I'm dying. <laughs> so so extra. I love it. That's a good one. That's one of the better. Oh, look at this thing. I love it. What a great image. Yeah, this is great, man. Uh, I love this piece. So I told Eric about it. We're going to be showing it on the on the show tonight. But it's Bail Organa carrying Obi-Wan uh, when they're at, what was that? Clone Wars Wild Space. So Yeah. Yeah, I was actually just talking to my brother-in-law about loaning it to him because he's big into the Clone Wars. Uh, here it is. I've got, I've got it without the Legends banner. Very proud. This was hard to find. Um, it's that trade paperback size, and yeah, they're on that that Sith planet Zagula. Yes, and um, they it's like they bond. I mean, that's those two that you just showed off. Oh, these three so far are, are some of the best pieces of art from this whole book. Yeah, yeah. And so this is uh, you know, we I think we had a little talk about this. Actually, you spoke about it, and Trevor spoke about it in last week's show. Uh, Galaxy of Fear. This is the image oh, yeah. of Boba Fett shooting zombies. <laughs> now meg famously likes galaxy of fear right i mean yeah yeah i did when i read it 20 years ago oh god let's see here yeah, Ooh. i could i could hear your gray hair sprouting when you said that Meg. wow <laughs> now this is this one freddie you've got queued up is actually queued up for next week as well okay because we are going to be talking about this whole seduction scene between shizor and princess leia actually out of all the images that i've found online <laughs> it is one of the less racy pictures yes, of Shizor seducing Princess Leia. Moving on. Yeah. So this next one is actually pretty interesting. This is from Tales of Jabba's Palace. And I, I really like this one because I, I never really knew. I had a I had a visual of what Mara Jade looked like in my head. And obviously when this came when this book came out, it shows you a different style or shows you what, you know, the, the artist thinks she looks like. And, you know, it, it was really cool to see her with uh, who is it, Ula? The dancer in the background. Yeah, right. And Snice Noodles. Snice Noodles. You can see, I'm not sure if that's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a really cool image because uh, we hear about it in a lot of the books, but this is the first time that I've really seen it was was in this one. So I'm going to skip cool. I, uh, a couple. Yeah, that is never pictured in the films. It's it's really one of those things that's like kind of retconned in there. And so I like that they made an image of it. Yeah, yeah, and so this is another couple of good visuals. This is from the Jedi Academy trilogy, which we spoke of a couple months ago. We've got, uh, we've got the, what is it, the Kip Kip Duran with the Sun Crusher, and then Jason Solo, uh, basically using the Force to repel. What was it? The uh, was it this the spirit of Exar? Yes. No, it's the it's the big bat, like the, yes. the dragon monster that Exar Kun sends, and then and then Corrin Horan over in the temple <laughs> is the one who secretly defeats Exar Kun <laughs> yeah. because he's the real hero of the story. Exactly. Not those pesky kids. So I just want to give credits here to all the artists uh, because it, it you know the first thing the cool thing about this ebook is you can actually go and see who did which piece right. If you really like it, you could come to this this page. And we've got Jeff Carlisle, uh, who who did quite a bit, and Chris Scalf, who is the he does a lot of digital art as well. 
Uh, a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good, a lot of good art cool. in this book. I recommend it for sure. Yeah, I'm glad you had a cool way to show those off with having bookmarked them. That was helpful. Um, the, the problem with mine, Freddie, I'm going to have to get another one, is it is uh, – everybody can see my uh, my soccer game <laughs> picture there. <laughs> um, my, my essential reader's companion, I've used it so much that the binding is breaking on me. So I've got to handle it with kid gloves. <sighs> it's stressful. I love this book. I don't want it to break on me. Any advice on how to save my book's life? Uh, maybe I should clone it. Maybe that would work. All right. Moving on. My book is this one. We talked about it a few episodes ago. If I can lift it. This sucker's so heavy. Star Wars icons Han Solo. I only have a few images to show off from this one because I'm going to spend most of my time on my second book. Um, this was from Insight Editions. Um, written by Gina McIntyre in 2019, so very recent. This one, like Freddie's uh, first recommendation that he had, the Rinsler books. This is also on sale right now on Amazon. I got mine for dirt cheap at Ollie's. I told that whole story about uh, asking them to get the ladder, and they were super mad at me, and I had to like, save my kid's life. It was a whole thing, but it was super fun. And this is the holy grail of it's a $50 book I got for what, eight bucks, 10 bucks? <laughs> <It's> so big. <laughs> um, I'm going to show off a couple of images from this. Now, there's a ton of cool artwork. There's a whole section, as I talked about, that is the legend of Han Solo. So it's got Han Solo's whole legends history in here. It's got a full pullout page of um, the. I don't think I've got this one queued up. I just want to show it how how incredibly ridiculous this is. The Drew Struzan art from the Han Solo trilogy is a pullout. Each one has its own full full page, 8.5 by 11. Uh, it's just amazing. It's a glorious format for that art, Paradise Snare, and all that. Um, now, Meg, show us what I've got pulled up for this particular, uh, for this particular book. Uh, the first image is the Hungarian art from the cover, uh, the, the Hungarian cover of Han Solo's Revenge by Brian Daly. Now, in the book, they've got it without the text. It's just the image. But, like, I was trying to find the images to show you guys. It's a whole thing. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. It's so cool. So cool. What do you think? What's the look on Han's face here, Freddie? What's he thinking? It looks like a mix of he's trying to be confident, but he's also a tiny bit scared. <laughs> he's like... Yeah, that's totally a good idea. Exactly. No problem. <laughs> Chewie's like, uh-uh, this is a bad idea. Looks like he's it's about great. to slap him. Chewie's got the face, minus all the hair, that my little brother has any time that I start doing something stupid. That's kind of what's going on there. Now, I've got one more here. It is a series of designs done by Claudia Malay for, if I'm mispronouncing the name, hey, sorry, apologize. Love your art, though. It's spectacular. This is a series of designs that was proposed as a uh, a flying platform for Jabba the Hutt that they would have used in the special edition of A New Hope. So, you know, you remember that time period, Freddie, if we can turn to it, Meg. It's that time period of, um, thank you, <laughs> when they were, you know, reimagining some of the new sequences they wanted to put into A New Hope for yeah. the special editions. And um, it uh, is so ridiculous. I mean, eventually the, they decided to just have Jabba slither along on the ground like a worm, which is offensive because in Return of the Jedi, Jabba's on like a throne. Yeah. He shouldn't be hanging out, slithering around, around the spaceport. Uh, he, he needs to be up on something. Now, here's the cool thing. There's two designs that we're showing off on the show tonight. Uh, I love this comment from Skuma Joe. He looks like a melted ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. <laughs> That's an understatement. Now look at this. In the book, in the book, it is a full pullout accord. Oh, something fell off. All right, that was the dust jacket. All right, a full accordion pullout oh of all of these Jabba's the Hut. Oh my gosh, look at this. This is why we're not just holding books up to the camera. But That's a that's a Speaking lot. of butt, I mean, look at all these Jabba butts. I mean, it is just spectacular. <laughs> Jabba oh my butts. Gosh. So, when I realized this thing pulled out, I was like, yo, kids, get in here and look at this. <laughs> look at all these Jabba butts, yo. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. I love it. It's so cool. All right. So, Freddie, you're up next. Okay. So, this next one is I. So, I just discovered this not too long ago, and I totally forgot about it. It's. 
It's called the Illustrated Star Wars Universe, and it's it was published uh what by I'm not sure it was who it was at that time, December 1995, by Kevin J. Anderson with art by um Ralph McQuarrie. I might have this. I need to check. Yeah, if you do, it's it's a it's a great read, and it's it's very legendsy because. So, so the whole thing is the book focuses on eight major planets from the trilogy, and the text explores each planet in very great detail. It'll it'll talk about things like the skyways, cities, cultures, universities, um, from the point of view of some like in-universe chronicler. So, like for instance, you've got an Alderaan section, and the chronicler is Harry Seldona, and I think Harry Seldona is some kind of poet. And she's very. Uh, I'll, I'll show the pictures right now. Actually, man, that KJA stuff gets so wacky. It's, I love it. It's amazing. And uh, let's see here. I'm gonna pull it up soon. I'm trying to remember where I had it. I'll find it. It's a PDF. There it is. That's the cover. Right there. If you can see that. Um, hold on. If we can switch over to it. Okay. Um, yeah. So. All right. Beautiful. That's the cover of the book. It's the Bespin uh, painting from, I believe this one's from uh, Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah, it says it right there. Yeah. Art by Ralph McQuarrie. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, not all of it's done by by Ralph McQuarrie. Oh, there's okay, a, yeah, a yeah. More okay, people. Meg's blowing it up. Beautiful, gorgeous. That's better. There you go. Look at that tauntaun. Look at that in HD ish. That is that's beautiful. These are all beautiful pictures. It's bigger, bigger. It's it's moving in on me. No other way. <laughs> We'll figure it out. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. So there's there's stuff here. And then I'll go to my photos because I have a lot of um, pictures that I've saved. So th- these are the contents of the book. We've got Tatooine. Oh, it'll get there. Tatooine, Coruscant, uh, Dagobah, Hoth, Endor, Bespin, Yavin, and Alderaan. And just a, a quick sneak peek of what that looks like. For instance, we've got uh alderaan right here right that's this is the it's so slow it's hilarious so this is the alderaan section and the alderaan this is all original art oh man this is cool yeah i love that banner up at the top exactly it's all original art by ralph mccory when he was designing everything uh and kevin j anderson just wrote a story around it which is pretty fascinating so this is the oh really yeah so this is in universe, uh, the in universe, basically the author of this section from Kevin J. Anderson's point of view. Oh, that's so weird. It's it, so cool. It is. I mean, it's it's crazy. And I mean, for instance, this section right here that I'm showing is talking about the university of in Alderaan called uh, Al. It's Al Alderaan University. Uh, one of the most the, renowned. You know, AU. <laughs> go, <you>. go team <laughs> yeah. so and this is original co- drawings that he came up with because they, they thought they might have recorded on Alderaan in one of the scenes so he came up with concept art of what Alderaan looked like obviously never used but Kevin J. Anderson used it to build a story of like oh yeah this is the university in Alderaan uh, you know and talks about all the accolades and stuff it's it's pretty amazing there's some great comments in the chat there um, from Skuma Joe and who said they agreed? Cheryl. They say that um, it looks like the it looks like Lothal from Rebels. Yeah, and it really does. You can tell what they what they looked at. Fred, Freddie, you've got some Macquarie art here. I've never seen. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, this is this is pretty amazing. Uh, so this is the other section. Of course, there's there's a, I think eight planets that they go over. Uh, Bespin is another one, and. Again, more art of what Bespin looked like and, and what, what was going on there, the creatures and whatnot. Uh, and from this point of view, we're looking at Councilman Poe Ruddle. What a what a hunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, he is the in-universe author for this section. Uh, you know, we've got Ralph McQuarrie. I mean, he's got his signature right there. You can see exactly uh, That's awesome. where he's got it. Man. So this is original art for Bespin that ILM eventually used to build their their section out so let's see i'm gonna try to find these things i did it all out of sequence for some reason uh yeah either way you know what i'll just we'll just skip to this point these are all the uh additional art from other other people that were in this book 
So, you know, Nyla wrote it. We've got a lot of Joe Johnston in here. Yeah, yeah definitely a collaborator with Macquarie. Yeah, so really good stuff, man. I, I love this book. I didn't know it existed. I'm a huge fan of Macquarie paintings and um, especially the uh, when Hasbro came out with the concept, right? You've got the white Boba Fett. I scooped that one up as soon as I could. Uh, big fan of Ralph Macquarie and all of his art. So I think this is... Definitely legendary. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> Unpopular opinion from Freddie's seat. Big fan of Ralph McQuarrie and all his art. <laughs> no, it's that is a great book. That's there's a lot of Ralph McQuarrie art books out there. This one is cool because it's got that Legends twist from Kevin J. Anderson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you had me at Kevin. I didn't even need the J. Anderson, and I was already hooked. <laughs> all right, now Meg, Meg I'm gonna you're take gonna it talk off. a little bit about uh, a book here tonight. Um, don't let Freddie and me have all the fun. What did you want to tell us about? Yeah, hold on. Um, Meg and I had a long discussion about uh, whether or not this particular book had any Legends content in it. And the verdict is... Sort of. Not really. It's debatable. (laughs) Sort of. Some characters exist in canon and Legends. That's right. It all works out. Um, They overlap. Yeah. So one of my favorite... um, It's not technically an art book, but it has art in it. You'll see in a minute. Um, One of my favorite reference books, and actually the first Star Wars reference book I ever got was the uh, Women of the Galaxy book. Um, I reference this all the time when I'm just looking up or trying to like think of characters or things like that. Um, I used it on Instagram for something last year. Um, it's just... That was the coolest thing. Yeah, I it's, I it's a really good... It's an amazing book. And they actually need to do another one because there's been so many female characters added to canon since then that they need to add that don't mm. have entries. Um and all the legends. And, you know what? Yes, and all the legends. They should, might as well put them in there. I thought the reason I picked this book is because I thought there was a Mary Jade entry. There's not. Oh well, I found I found one anyway. No, I'm, there are a lot of cords. Pour one out Just, for Mary. Hold Jade. on. There's. We're fine. <laughs> we're fine. Oh man, this book is what inspired the episode of Legends. Look back at the ladies of legends. <laughs> that was a great episode. Yeah, definitely, especially the part when. Meg lost the show notes. <laughs> we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> All right. It was my All fault. Right. I am untangled now. Um, we'll see if there's probably going to be a glare. It's fine. Um, so this is... Oh, God. That's yeah. good. So this is uh, the entry on Jocasta New. And um, it's a... That like all the art like this page, um, it's all like that. And it's just so pretty. Um, like the full page um, pictures that they have in here. They're just amazing. Yeah. If you don't have it here... This is what it looks like. If you don't have it, um, definitely get it. It's it has a lot of good info, but also it's very pretty. So hit up that U- Utini affiliate there you link. Go. go on over to utini.com. Google it. Uh, Women of the Galaxy. Now, Meg, can you find who? I'll, I'll move on to our next one. Can you find the artist who who did the full page spread art in that book? Yes. Because uh, we should probably credit I them because it's awesome. We'll do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up on my end too. <laughs> Women of the Galaxy. We don't Google things live on the show. That would be unprofessional. <laughs> I mean, it's at our fingertips. Can you blame us? I did this last night when I was teaching Bible class. Somebody made a ref. I made a reference. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know where that's at. I'm gonna look it up." Everybody, hold on. And <laughs> we found it. We found it. Um, man, that's such a great book. I, I'm not a woman, <laughs> nor am I the biggest canon person, but I had to get this book. It's so it's beautiful. So it's so worth it. Absolutely. Looks like the illustrator is a name I cannot pronounce. Thanks for that. Elsa is her first name. Elsa Tereddier, but way less redneck than that. Tereddier. <laughs> if Freddie were saying it, it would just be flawless. All right. Freddie, what's up next? All right. So up next is, you know, so the first time I, I went on Legends, or uh, I went on The Living Force, I they asked me for my favorite books, and I said, a Legends book. <laughs> And of course, everyone flipped out, but I had to break the rules. <laughs> they said your favorite canon book, and you said, "Here's my no. favorite Legends book." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was that was that. That's very much how I still feel, right? It's that's where I stick to because there's a lot of content there. There's a lot of things that I don't know about still, and I find it fascinating that even after this long, I'm still finding new things. And so, speaking of which, the the newest thing that I found was. I don't have it in the show notes. I don't. I don't think I have it in the show notes. So it's a surprise to yeah, everybody. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm on the edge of my pants. Surprises. It's a. Surprise. Is that an expression? Edge of my pants or edge of my seat? Which one is it? 
It's I'm fully in my pants. Don't worry. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so it's uh, I'm gonna take the screen over again. I hope this is working out, guys. I hope you guys like this. It's yeah. better yeah, now that we, we resized it. it. Yeah, we fixed it. Let us know Oops. if it's not good, and we'll fix it again. All right, I um... man, that moment on Living Force, Freddie, when you when you I didn't even know you at that point, and they were like, "What's your favorite canon book?" and you said, "This one's kind of canon." <laughs> A moment that will live in infamy. Absolutely. At that moment, I knew we were going to be friends. All right. So as you can see, I've got a lot of Star Wars pictures in here. But here it is. From pencil to pixel, the art of Star Wars galaxies. <laughs> well, okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure if you... Galaxies. Yeah. If you've listened to the show for is. a bit, you know I like unavoidable. this. <laughs> I like this video game quite a bit. And this was released with the... Uh, I believe it was like a special edition for Star Wars Galaxies. You got the book, a couple other things. And I never got this version because I, I had no idea that it that Star Wars Galaxies existed. I mean, this was like back in the day when I didn't really go to any forums. I was just yahooing people or, a, or aiming, right? AOL in some message. I thought that was some kind of like a euphemism, Freddie. I was yahooing people. I was like, whoa, what does that mean? We're not playing the Sims here. Uh, so... <laughs> So anyway, this is the art of Star Wars Galaxies. Now, I took pictures with my my camera because I just had to show it. Yeah, and I've been wanting good. to show it for a while. I mean, this was literally why I wanted to do this <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> so we've got a yeah. This is what inspired the episode, wasn't it? Is you got this book, you were like, I got to show it off. Exactly. So this book is interesting. It it basically uh, takes the game and it gives you information on the different planets and the art style of those planets the the type of architecture on them the type of vehicles to expect uh the the species you can play and uh, you know I'll, I'll show a couple of pictures here so here's the table of contents you've got the planets it goes over so corellia dantooine dathomir and these were playable planets you could go there and you could build a house on these planets it was it's it's pretty crazy and of course all the species you could play in game are on the other side and I'm going to see, go to the next one. So we've got Bothan here. Oh my gosh, that's spectacular. Yeah, and so this is, you know, it's got right here in the text. We can't read it, but it says something about, along the lines of um, the most unusual choice of player, playable species because it was never shown in oh. the films. So right. this came from Legend, or from, yeah, from Legends Comics, and they created a, an actual character for it. And Freddie, we should talk about sometime like the vast um, interpretations of Bothan design, Bothan design across Star Wars. So, so you've already got some here that shows just how different they look. Yeah. The first one there had like the long braids. This guy's got like a full dog snout. Yeah. Um, got a Bothan in a hat. Bothan in a pool hat, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Um, and so you've got the same thing going on with all the other species. And I just took a snapshot of this one. So this is the human. so weird. <laughs> yeah, so we've, now we've got the humans. And this is basically all the hairstyles you can choose. Uh, obviously, you couldn't get all of them unless you had a specific profession that could give you that that specific one. Uh, all the skin like colors. Like a Star Wars hairstylist? Yeah, exactly. It was. A, it, it, she, <laughs> I think the, the character was inspired by like Ula or somebody. And it was an image designer. Literally, that's what it was called in game. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And we've got the art of the cities. And this is actual content that was in the video game. So these are snapshots from the video game themselves. So this is what it looked like. Um, not, I mean, obviously not all the pieces. Uh, you've got some that are actually like sketched so cool. art. But this is all 3D art. Um, wow. Yeah, and these, this is the, the species on Naboo. And this is officially the most galaxies I've ever played. <laughs> Just watching you flip through this book. Yeah, so you've got the, what is that, the, the Famba? from that's cool from what was it uh attack of the clones or i i believe that was attack of the clones or sounds right something something around there right or or sorry is that the one that anakin wrestles and then fakes that he or is that like was that, wasn't like a a tick like a big flea uh no actually that know. was that was a phantom menace i, I i'm mistaken sorry guys it's so the ones that the giant dinosaurs in phantom menace that had the uh <gasps> oh, okay yeah yep and they're huge in game. They're about the same exact size, and of course you've got the architecture, mining machines, bases, everything. So, 
That's that. That's cool. Yeah, there's architecture in there, not just characters and, and aliens. That's cool. Yeah. Have to get Joxie hooked up with this page. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my last book. And and this is, you know, I, I really wanted to show a lot of people this this stuff because I played this game from maybe the second year it was released into today. I mean, I still play it to this day. And the amount of time I've, I've invested in it is is all, there's no regrets. I love it all. It's uh, It's been great. And, and I recommend if anybody is out there who wants to play it, you know, let me know. I'll I'll get you set up. <laughs> That's cool, man. I I'm more interested than I've ever been now that I'm looking at this book. <laughs> Love that three D art. That's so cool. I'm actually looking at building like a a whole Kotor shelf in my collection. I'm thinking about making a whole shelf just of Kotor books and uh, some of the collectible games and action figures. And we're getting more Funkos coming. And um, kind of feeling like you should make one for Star Wars Galaxies. You know, get like <laughs> uh, get the disc in in a case of some sort i don't know it's kind of hard to do a featured shelf of a video game but the book the book was cool now second up for me uh, it's also my third pick so there's two volumes of this book that i'm going to talk about i'm going to spend the most time on the first one because well i picked out so many images from the first book that i didn't have time to pull any more from the second so i will talk just briefly these is a two volume set if i can lift these suckers star wars panel to panel from the pages of Dark Horse Comics to a galaxy far, far away. First one's got uh, this kind of samurai-looking Vader on the cover. Second one has um, Aayla Secura looking, um, looking ready for action, using the Force and strengthening her core at the same time, as she was always rife to do in the late 2000s in the comics. Um, so I'm going to show off a number of the pages here. This book was... Um, Published in 2004 by Dark Horse Books, so like the books line of Dark Horse Comics Publishing, edited by the editor, just recently retired, Randy Stradley, helped compile this. And um, for the most part, it just takes the the textless art, specifically the covers, it's got some interiors as well, um, from the Dark Horse era, and uh, puts it, without the text, you know, in the full-page collectible format for you to appreciate the art that of course comics uh, are often printed on a less less than ideal uh paper grade in order to make them available to the masses and so this is a way to really showcase this as far as i know volume one comes in hardback and paperback but both of them are available in paperback i have not found volume two in hardback if i'm wrong i apologize uh volume two came out in uh, I don't have the date. All right. Well, the first one came out in 2004. <laughs> so um, let's talk about some of the images that I picked out here. First and foremost is tying into what we're going to talk Ooh. about uh, next week, and that is I've got an image from Shadow. Oops. Nope. I'm wrong. I have skipped a line with my eyes. Let's try this again. First and foremost is Splinter of the Mind's Eye. This image is um, Duncan Fegredo. Junk. Dunk. Oh, come on. Here, one more time. Duncan <laughs> Fegredo. I gotta just gotta say it like a redneck. I tried to say it all Fegredo. ethnic. And, um, I try to I try to sound like Ed, Ed, Freddy the way he can say you can roll your R's. Fegredo. Fegredo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Duncan Fegredo. This was done in 1996. I mean, Freddy, this almost makes Splinter of the Mind's Eye look like a good book, doesn't it? Yeah. Geez, this is nice. <laughs> I like this. It's so cool. Uh, ignore the fact that Luke is totally obsessed with Leia in a weird romantic way. <laughs> throughout this book there is a comic adaptation of course which this was done for it is the cover of splinter of the mind's eye number one i believe secondly i've got air the empire number one by matthew lafray once again the names apologies this was done in 1995 now freddie i've got a question to ask you about this one air the empire number one um, when we pull it up i'm going to ask you what is unusual about this image this is infamous Within the world of legends, art, heir to the empire number one. Um, do you have this one, Meg? I thought I did. Okay, if not, I'll tell you. They actually just made an action figure for this, um, specifically of this particular Luke. Luke with his uh, sleeveless garb. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Almost looking like Freddy over there, <laughs> bearing his shoulders. Um, specifically, I've got it here in the book too. All right. So what do you notice about this particular, so I can remove the glare, this particular image of heir to the empire. 
Come on. Get straight. There it is. He's so ripped. Well, not just that he's ripped. Notice he's got a blue saber. Yeah. At this point in the story, his saber should be what color? Green, right? At this point? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a very iconic piece. They actually just made the action figure of this, the Black Series. And um, in it, he's got jacked sleeveless Luke with the blue lightsaber, which is cool. My my current iPad background is Luke with a... It's this exact image, but somebody color corrected the saber to green. And so I've had it up on my iPad for a while. Thirdly, I want to show off Shadows of the Empire number four by Hugh Fleming. This was done in 1996. Um... This is something we're going to talk about next week. This is the cover to number four. Uh, in this, Leia is in her Boosh costume, and uh, Chewie is in his bounty hunter disguise, which this might be my favorite thing in all of Legends. Forget Naked Palps. What I want now is Chewie. I want bounty hunter Chewie. Isn't this awesome? That's so cool. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it, and this is exactly when, when they're, uh, well, I won't ruin too much, but they're, Visiting a certain somebody in in garb to get them past security, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is this is actually out of the action figures they made. One of the harder ones to find. I've been collecting the Shadows of the Empire action figures. I just picked up Dash Rindar last week, or the guy that sold it to me in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Dash Rindar. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so I'm trying to collect the Shadows of the Empire action figures. And uh, I've got Shizor and Dash, but I really want this Bounty Hunter Chewy. So awesome. Now, we've got some great comments here in the uh, in the comments on the YouTube, and that is um, our buddy Rob says that Luke had a shake weight in his X-Wing cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag facts, <laughs> which is great. Skuma Joe says Luke's saber color for Heir to the Empire was changed to blue because the artist felt green didn't match the color palette or something. And that sounds rice. Yeah, uh, rice. That sounds right. Sounds right to me. <laughs> okay, next up, I've got Mara Jade by the Emperor's Hand by Killian Plunkett. This was done in 1998 and is like the most metal thing That's so ever. That's so cool. All right, her red hair. It's hard to it's hard to draw hair well. And it's got the exploding second death star in the background. This is issue the cover of issue 2 if you're um listening on audios the cover of issue two if you want to look it up she's got her hands like like she's i don't know it's been a while since i've read this i'm gonna get to it soon maybe she's experienced the grief experiencing the grief of losing palpatine but it looks like she's just rocking out doesn't it to like some joan jet that's so cool man i like it (laughs) oh cool all right now we've got uh coming up next republic number 55 by kev walker this was done in 2003 this one is uh, just for Charles when he gets around to watching this one. Uh, Obi-Wan leading some clones into battle. Um, this, I believe, is either of the Obsession story arc or near it, which is some of my very favorite Legends comics. Uh, have you read, like, the Legends Clone Wars comics, Freddy? You know what? I haven't, I haven't honestly. I haven't read too many of those comics. I, it's, it's a little dark area for me in terms of... I'm going to say this. Unpopular opinion... I prefer the Legends Clone Wars comics to the Clone Wars TV show. Yeah. Now, I love the Clone Wars TV show. It's infinitely watchable and rewatchable. But there was like a dark, broody mm-hmm. element to those Legends Clone Wars comics that was just so, so good. And it's fun to revisit from that skewed perspective now that we've all become so familiar with the show. And um, this is a great cover. Next, we've got The Last Command, number one, by, once again, Matthew Lafray, done in 1997. So nice. This one's cool because it's a totally different style than Ripped Luke, right? This one is, uh, you got Obi-Wan, and his saber looks a little green here, doesn't it? Yeah, it's almost like a, <laughs> like a neon green or something. It's so cool. I love it. I love the white with the circle and then the Star Destroyers and the saber and Obi-Wan's head. They're popping up out of the circle. Yeah. I like that as an artistic choice. Also, no, I'm colorblind, but I like the gradient effect in the lettering. Oh, it's nice. On Star Wars up top. What exactly are the colors? I don't know, but I like it. Next, we've got... I need to start checking these off my notes so I know where I'm at. I've got way too many of these selected. All right. Splendor of the Mind's Eye, Heir of the Empire, Shadows of the Empire, Mara Jade, Republic 55, The Last Command number one, Dark Empire number five. I'm going to present this one without comment. You sure about that? And Meg says, are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without comment. <laughs> this is just for us to feast our eyes upon. 
I think as all right, slimy naked palps jokes aside. <laughs> Freddie, you're like, come on. Is this not one of the greatest pieces of Legends art it, ever made? It honestly is. It's uh this is Tom Veach, right? It says it at the bottom. That's his cover art. Yeah, um, Tom Beach is the writer. The cover oh, art sorry. here is Dave Dorman. That's right. Next right. Sorry, Dorman. Or as I put in the show notes, Dave Gorman. You can see his his, uh, <laughs> his signature quote. right there on the sleeve of the Emperor. Yeah, Dave Dorman's art, his covers for the series are spectacular. What I particularly like about this is the color palette of the green and the purple and the blue. The gradients there is it's such it, 90s. Uh, and, and the series is Got you know, Cam Kennedy's art interiors are very um, underscored. What's the word I'm looking for? Washed out, kind of grays, very dark. Uh, this leads into that, but it is brighter. So you need the cover to be brighter, but it does, of course, lead us into that washed out look. Now, uh, this next one is also paralleled in the Black Series wave that's just been done with that uh, ripped Luke and the Jackson figure. I've got uh, queued up here one of the many beautiful gorgeous Darth Maul covers from Drew Struzan done in 2000. This was uh, right alongside. Yeah, so amazing. Now, there were four or five pages of these Drew Struzan Maul uh, images that I had a hard time choosing between. I chose this one because this is what the action figure is based off of. Um, I mean, you know who else has a shake weight? Maul. I mean, look how how jacked he is here. It's so great. Like 2% body fat. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I spent some time today thinking. I wonder what my percentage is. I'd like to think it's under twenty, <laughs> but it's definitely more than Maul. It's definitely more than Maul. Okay, uh, we've got Jedi Count Dooku, also from the prequel era, done by Jan Dersima and Dan Anderson in two thousand three. Uh, gotta love some Dersima art. Dersima's just recently been doing some more Star Wars art again with the some alternate covers for the High Republic, which I've been collecting, and so glad to see her. Uh, illustrating the most underrated Sith Lord and his arthritis fingers. So we've got <laughs> coming up next something that I've just recently rediscovered, re- recently discovered for me for the first time, but it's been out for a while, and that's Crimson Empire. I've got an image here from Crimson Empire number three by Dave Dorman once again Dave Dorman. in 1998. Now these images um, from Dave Dorman of Crimson Empire are some of the most like action-packed images that they have ever showcased in all of Star Wars. Meg, are we missing this one? Uh, yeah. It's okay if it is. I'll show it off. This image here is actually in... Uh, it's the cover of another book. It's the cover of one of my um, honorable mentions. There's another hardcover comics art book called Star Wars Art, colon, Comics. What an original name. Am I right, Freddie? <laughs> Star Wars art comics. It's so good. So this one here is the the one I'm tapping of him with the, the double uh, lance hovering over the pile of stormtroopers swarming Kyrkanos is just spectacular. And so the, it's a pretty gory series, pretty brutal. Yeah. But it's the art, especially those Dave Norman covers, are just amazing. Uh, Meg is leading me. She wants me to finish the show. She's no, sorry. <laughs> sorry. You're fine. We've. I'm, I'm moving on, Meg. It's Master... What we've got up next is Master Tyvoka. This is an image from the Republic comics. It's actually before it became Republic, when it was still Star Wars. Star Wars 37 in 2001. This is um, drawn by Jan Dersima. Again, can you tell I've got my favorite artists uh, showing off a lot of Dorman, a lot of Dersima. Um, this is awesome because it's also the coloring is important. The coloring here, the yellows, uh, you don't see a lot of yellow lightsabers, do you, Freddie? No, no, you don't. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've only seen it like twice. So Master Tyvoka is colored by Dave McCaig. Mm-hmm. So I want to give him a shout out to Star Wars number 37 in 2011. Two more. Also from Star Wars in the early... Late 90s, early 2000s, the same series. We've got an image of Asherod Het by Ken Kelly from Star Wars number 10. Now, you know the the whole story on Asherod Het, Freddy? Uh, let's see. Is this the Jedi uh, Tusken Raider, right? The one that had that that was like the King Tusken for a while. I forget the name. Yeah. And then, you know, his son ends up taking on a life of his own. Yeah. 
much later, and we won't spoil too much of that, but it comes up again in, this is like all retconned and explained in further detail in the Legacy series, which is absolutely amazing. I love the connect the connective tissue they've got with the Hets, not to be confused with the Fets, different people. Or the Huts. All right, it's Star Wars, <laughs> or the Huts. Not the not the Fets or the Huts, it's the Hets. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything more legendsy than the story of Asherat Het. It's so, so incredibly cool. There's actually a story, Freddie, I won't say too much about this because we're going long, of Anakin and Asherod Het kind of having to have a, a butting of heads and a heart-to-heart mm-hmm. where Anakin has to confront his hatred of Tusken Raiders. Yeah. With a former Tusken Raider Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's very it goes to emotion, crazy emotional depths. All right, and finally, I've got to show this off because what a year he's having. This morning on Twitter, I declared definitively, and because it's Twitter, I can say whatever I want, and uh, you, you know, it's it's set in stone. It's out there. Definitively, I declared 2021 the year of Bib Fortuna. <laughs> it is the year of Bib Fortuna. I've got an image here of X-wing Rogue Squadron number ten, drawn by Mark Harrison. In 1996. Now, this is some classic 90s comics art, isn't it, Freddie? Oh, my goodness, it is. That's bringing back a lot of memories. You got one of those uh, Tatooine brain spiders, and then uh, it's one of the Bomar monks, yep. right, yep. in the in the brain spider, which is the most legendary thing that ever happened, hanging out with uh, with Fat Fortuna over here <laughs> and his, his brain tails brain and his tails. lumpy skull. It's just so, so fantastic. Uh, I mean, hey, what a year he's having between The Mandalorian, the the reveal he had at the end of Season 2, going into the Book of Boba Fett. We've got him in um, Bad Batch. He just came out. He's coming up again in this War of the Bounty Hunters series. And now, even on Legends Look Back, we got Bib Fortuna. Now, um, you didn't know I was I was foreshadowing when I tweeted that this morning, did you, Freddie? That's pretty amazing. <laughs> and like I said, I've also got Volume 2. not going to go into too much detail, but um, there's some great images here as well. Um, this one's uh, got this double-page spread of, uh, it's so hectic, uh, of uh, Roland Dyer in the Legacy series. Not Legacy. What was that yeah, called? Knights of the Old Republic. That's a good one. Yeah. The full Knights spread. Knights of the Old Republic, number nine. Yeah, it's one of my favorite images from that. Um, this one covers, we've got uh, the Old Old Republic, Countdown to the Empire, The Dark Times, The Rebellion, Return of the Sith, Wild Space, and a galaxy map as well. So love these books. Absolutely endorse them. Other books that didn't make the cut, Freddie, that uh, are on our wish lists. Any others that are worth talking about? There's a lot of books. I mean, there's there's the Ralph McQuarrie books. There's the Star Wars Archive books with a lot of art in them. There's all of the original art that you find at Celebrations. Uh, you know, you've got Malcolm Tweed, who who's done some beautiful pieces. I've got a few of them, hopefully one of these days. I'll actually show them in the background when I get all my furniture set up. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt. You've got a lot of really, really good artists who are are making a lot of this stuff based on Legends books and, and even canon, of course. Uh, and so, you know, props to everybody out there. I recommend if you're if you're definitely if if you're into art at all, if you're into Star Wars at all, you're gonna love all of this art. There's so much out there. Uh, you know, there's there should be a whole podcast specifically about it. Yeah, this is the best we can do, Freddie. I'm this about all arted out. This I'm going to have to read an actual book with just words after this. Just <laughs> kidding. I've got kids. I read picture books every day. Uh, I do want to plug one more, and that is one I'm in search of. I have not found it yet. Star Wars, The Art of the Brothers Hildebrandt. So these uh, were the guys that did um, one of the original Star Wars posters You know, from way back in the 70s. Also did a lot of Shadows of the Empire art, the Hildebrandt Brothers. Um, and so uh, I've been, I discovered this in my Shadows of the Empire research, and so we'll talk more about them next week. But there's a whole art book just dedicated to their art with lots of exclusive Shadows of the Empire art in here, full-page spreads. And, um, in this new, what do you call this, Star Wars Insider, the fiction collection, the Dash Rindar story actually has some full-page Hildebrandt art in here, too, which is cool if I can find it. Uh, the one about uh, his droid, Lebo. Mm. Um, and Lebo makes three, I believe, is the story. Yeah, here we go. So there's a whole, like, Dar- Dash Rindar looking like the so 90s nice. action hero he is. Uh, gets a full page spread here by the Hildebrandt brothers. It's got this very old school kind of uh, look to it. Very 90s. Very, almost like 80s 
action hero. What's that, Freddy? Looks like Duke Nukem. Yeah, absolutely does. Absolutely. So a bunch of those in this book as well. Well, next episode, Freddy, we've got quite a busy week coming up yeah. next week. We're going to be uh, – our next episode is on Thursday, but we are going to both be appearing on – the Cosmic Force, next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for Freddy, 6 p.m. Pacific. Alongside that crew, we're talking about Shadows of the Empire and Shadows of the Empire Evolutions. And I can't wait to dive into that with all of them. It's been a ton of fun. I can't wait to be on the show again. And um, we're going to then cover the book on our episode next week. Saw Mike in the Discord reading the book today, and he discovered what we talked about last week, Freddy, Naked Vader. You want to hear more <laughs> oh about that? God. Save it for next week. It, this book has got Naked Vader twice in the book. It's got Naked Shizor taking baths. Plenty of times. He loves his, loves his baths. And it's got Shizor wishing Leia was naked. <sighs> does he achieve that? That's the climax of the book. Is, yeah. Does he score with Leia? And to find out, you have to listen next week. Thankfully, the answer is no. Thankfully. Ooh, it's problematic, but it's a, it's a good book in some other ways. We're going to talk about it in all of its 90s glory. So that does it for this week. Thanks for joining us on Legends Look Back. Thanks to our incredible patrons. Thanks to everybody who's been here with us in the chat. It's been popping the night. What a great crew we have had. Um, thanks to our incredible patrons who have been along for the ride. Help us make the show that we absolutely love doing. Especially want to thank Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Sally and Chris Eilerson, and who's this other guy on here? Oh, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie C. <laughs> on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. If you'd like your thoughts right on the show, if you've got some Legends art for us and want us to talk about it, hey, now's your chance. Email us at legendslookbackutini.com. Send us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. It's always a great place to do it. You can leave a comment on this episode on YouTube. They don't know that you can put an image there. Or, of course, you can find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back. You can find me at Jared Q. Mace or Freddie. At Wake Up Freddie. <laughs> yeah, Wake Up Freddie or Meg. At Meg Dowell. <laughs> that was like a good use of Wake Up Freddy. It actually love it. actually worked out. I've used that a couple times now since we've been friends, Freddy. <laughs> a couple moments, I'm like, I need Freddy to know about this Legends news. Wake up, Freddy! And um, that is, of course, where you can find him on Twitter. If you're looking to buy some of these books, boy, if we talked about a lot of them tonight, these big art books, or even those uh, very inexpensive on-sale Kindle books that we've talked about tonight, such as those J.W. Rensler historical tomes. You can find those over on utini.com. Click on the Amazon link in the profile and give us a few cents to help keep the lights on. If you've read the books, hey, you can then, through that same portal in the book profile page, you can leave us a review and let us know what you think. Remember, everybody, until next week, remember to keep the Utini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. May the force be with you. This is a Utini Broadcast.